Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 54 of Tales of Tamriel. I think it's 54. I think so. I don't know. I'm bad with numbers. Bad with numbers? Well, I'm your host, Jelos, and with me, we have a full house today. First up, she who feeds on your tears but isn't quite able to beat the little Nord growing in her tummy. Stomach? Tummy? Which, which, which <laughs> word did you want me to say? Tummy. Tummy? Yeah, that works. Okay. Yeah. How are you? Uh, I'm good. There's currently, you know, a party going on in my tummy because the baby does not want to sit still. Right, right. Yeah, okay. I'm good. All right. Also joining us, the gentleman from over the pond, as it were, Esteldian. How are you today, good sir? That was very posh of you. Yes, I'm doing fine. Thank you very much. <laughs> posh. I said posh. I like it. I don't like it. <laughs> I really wish I had a camera for that right now. <laughs> Next time, next time. Next time, they used to shake your little head and give yourself a little mustache. I'll do, I'll do a little, little <laughs> <laughs> yes. Good, good, sir. All right. And she who has a new mic and is eager to use it, that would be Sunny Black. How are you today? I'm great, thanks. How are you guys? Good. We haven't spoken to you in a, well, I think you were on two weeks ago, was it? Yeah, it's yeah. been two weeks. Yeah. Oh, uh, I know. Time flies, doesn't it? Yeah. Have you, are you getting cold weather down there? Actually, we are. It, uh, we had uh, about four inches of ice. Uh, so the entire state shut down then, I assume. It absolutely did. Your southern states, they just, you know, the second, oh, there's a snowflake, shut down the state. We're done. We're done. Uh, that's right. <laughs> well, we don't have plows. We don't have anything, you know, like that. We're not ready for it. So, how, yeah, how we did. How southern state are we talking here? Like, what state? I'm in Charlotte, North Carolina. That's not that south, but it's south enough. South enough. And I'm at the base of the mountains. (laughs) So, yeah, we still get cold weather. All right. Well, it's been like negative, what, like five degrees Fahrenheit here? I'm pretty sure everyone else is getting it, not just us. Yeah, but Although for us, we have to trudge out in like five feet of snow. And we're like, that's nothing. It's whatever. It's it's whatever. Yeah. Whatever. All right, well, finally, there's a new voice on the show, and if you've been hanging around DungeonCrawlerNetwork.com lately, you may have seen his name around there. If you haven't, you really should go check it out anyway. It is my pleasure to introduce to you all, finally, one of our new writers over at the DCN site. That is Avi Optimal. How are you today, good sir? 
I'm doing great. Thank you guys so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here. I'm glad you actually uh, want you know wanted to come on and join the craziness that is Dungeon Crawler Network podcast. I love Yay. the craziness. <laughs> <laughs> um, so actually, you know what? I kind of want to get. I, I'm going to throw you under the bus here, good sir. Um, why don't you go ahead and tell everyone just maybe a little bit about yourself and what kind of got you into the Elder Scrolls games? Sure, no problem. So uh, I started playing the Elder Scrolls games uh, just a couple years ago. I started with Skyrim and I fell in love. I went back to Oblivion, Morrowind, even Daggerfall. And I was in all the betas for uh, the Elder Scrolls Online. I did not like the game during beta and I stopped playing the game. I just picked it back up a couple months ago. And in those couple months, I already got two veteran characters and a whole lot more going on. I'm in love with the game and the community. It's just the best place to be, and I love it. All right. Yeah, I, I, that's what, one of the things that I love the mythos of the Elder Scrolls Online world. Like, the Elder Scrolls games just love everything about them. But the community that has been around this game has been phenomenal. Yeah, this community is excellent. It, for MMOs, it's one of the best out there. That's, that's easy. Um, I can't find one to compare. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> well, chat room, I know we have a few people in chat room, so Thais is on chat room duty. So if you have a question or want to say something, Thais, I'm putting you on the spot here. You're the one watching chat, so you're going to have to bring up any of their questions or concerns. So if she doesn't, make sure you yell at her. That is so much to pay attention to. You put me on the chat room duty. I think you you put me on on this I'm, as well, and I and I still have to talk, and I'm being kicked to death from the inside out. It's this is not cool. It's gonna be a fun show. It's gonna be but a fun you know show. what? You know what's all awesome she can handle it. Yeah, that's right. She'll be fine. She'll be fine. Uh, those of you guys, you may be seeing my screen at the moment. We were originally going to stream the game, but I brought the laptop that I didn't test it on, and it couldn't get the thing working so next week i'm actually just gonna bring my whole rig down it'll be good so for now you get to look at my screen and we'll go through the news that way uh those of you in the pre-show you got to see the behind the scenes of me messing around on my computer it's good times all right we're gonna go ahead and move right on into game news which is starting off with tales of the dead three now this already ended which was sad because this is the third one of these programs that they've had, and they only let them run for like five days. They start taking submissions like on the Monday, and they close it on the Friday. But uh, if you guys look at the screen at the moment, you will see the image which they wanted us to actually, you know, write a short story about. Um, I'm going to go around the room. Has anyone here actually, if you have, just speak up. Um, have any of you guys actually done or written anything for these Tales of the Dead before? No. No? No. I haven't, but I actually wish that I had. Yeah, you get to, they pick a winner, and obviously what they do is you have to write a short story based on the entry here, on like 500 words or less, and you post it on their entry form, and they pick a winner, and they uh, they often send you like a Bethesda store gift card. And I think this time they are doing a Bethesda store gift card and a, your choice of a T-shirt, ESO related T-shirt. So that was really so you actually kind of get you know two bangs for the buck there, if you will. Every time I look at this photo, though, all it seems to remind me of is Hamlet with the guy with the talking skull. No. <laughs> Now he's sitting there holding the skull. 
Did I get it right? Was it Hamlet? I think it's Hamlet, the guy who's talking to the skull. And then it all, all it reminds me of is Billy Madison, where uh, oh gosh. Adam Sandler comes running in during the theater thing with dressed up, talking to the skull. That's what I think of. Now we're going to have to watch that when we get home. I know. <laughs> right on. All right. Now, see, this is where you're failing in your duties, because once you're done, you have to go back to the notes so uh, I can see them. Okay, all right. All right. All right. Okay, now I'll go back to the chat room, right? Okay. Well, yeah, what am I now you got to keep scrolling down. Oh, my, gosh, my goodness. so much. <laughs> <sighs> all right, next. You're, okay, you're fired go, already. Go to the next part, and I'll, I'll switch over to the <laughs> no. next one. All We're right. good. We got this. Okay. Next up is the Battlemaster Corner. This was in Game News. This is one, the Werewolf <laughs> from the North. All right. Uh -huh. Okay. Well, see, I don't need to read that. I have it here on the on the stream. Just now, look at look at over there. Okay. okay. No, I'm not going to. You're 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 making it very hard. <laughs> All right. So I wanted to ask guys in the in here again. I'll just ask out if any of you guys read this. Have you guys looked at this build? Yes, I looked at that. Okay. So so Liam, why don't you start first? Tell tell me what you thought. What your first impression of the build actually? Um, is. style over substance. Style. I like I like the theme, I like the theme he's going with, but uh, right. build wise, uh, I'm not sure. I'd uh, some of his choices were a bit interesting. Hmm. Okay. Well, I, as I see, it looks like he's going mostly a tank build, but I don't know, puncture green dragons, but eh, spiked reeds. You know, it a lot seems of it's like interesting. It seems like he's going for that a uh, very basic dragonite build uh, with the werewolf. Uh, it seems like both of the bars are pretty much the same. Mm -hmm. But well, most people who are doing endgame tanking would tell you it's sword and board both both bars. Yeah. Well, I don't object to that. I've done endgame with well, I say endgame the first couple of trials and okay. a normal vet with a normal DSA rather with a two-handed my second bar. Um, it's just more some of the morphs he's picked a bit intriguing to be honest. I'm not really? convinced by Ransack. I just don't know why you'd want to take that rather than reducing everyone's magic defense. Huh. Okay. That's interesting, because I generally pick Ransack, but I don't really play tank roles, so, I mean, that, that is what it is. Well, it, it'd be different come next batch, but obviously at the moment, yeah. if you're tanking, you're already hitting your soft caps, and if you're a DK or Templar, you're going to be hitting your hard cap as well, so... Okay. I'm not sure why you'd use the Ransack. Well, again, as we said with these Battlemaster corners, we people probably said this could have been a very old build as well. They might have submitted this five months ago and it just started getting in here because you're looking through certain things like I'm going to imagine here uh, spiked armor and bone shield. You probably aren't going to want to use the two of them together because I have a feeling one of them is going to provide that major buff. I would yeah. imagine I haven't really looked at bone shield because... Most people don't use Bone Shield that I know of, and I didn't really play with it on the PTS at all, but, you know, with Update 6 coming, you're going to want to stack your Major and your Minor buffs, and this is those will probably both have, you know, the defensive buff, and you only need one of them. Well, I assumed it was modern just because he was a werewolf, so I naturally thought, oh, it must be recent because no one wanted to be a werewolf in the old days. Okay, all right. So, <laughs> But, it, but then again, so... it, is a th it is a theme, he... so, you know, he's gone, so it may well have just been purely for his, the style of character. Sure. But he does say he doesn't use it very often, the <clears throat> werewolf. No one uses werewolf very often because werewolf <laughs> takes longer than solar uh, prison to come out. 
right? And, and I thought dropping a solar prison once in a while took a long time, or a Nova. This thing takes way longer to build. But I don't, I don't know. All right. Um, yeah, a lot of these builds tend to be, like you said, it's theme-based. A lot of them write little role-play stories, which is great for the type of game that we're playing. So, I mean, that's great. Um, I'm trying to look through here, and I didn't really see... Please note that the build was submitted prior to update six. Yeah, that's that's obvious. All right, okay. It was mainly right. that he was using a two-handed axe, which gave it away. I thought, ooh, no, no, oh, no yeah. one wants to use a two-handed axe. No, yeah. no one uses two-handed. I wonder why. Well, I guess with uh, hmm, I don't know, two-handed axe. What does again, that give extra style. crit? Doesn't it? Uh, no, it does dot damage, which would oh, be great if you weren't constantly attacking. Right. So far, Dragon Knight, what do you guys recommend? Dual, dual wield, or what do you recommend? <laughs> Inferno Staff. Mm. No, Dumber, it, <laughs> two-handed. Two Inferno Staff. Yeah, if you're going all <laughs> yeah. the way, obviously Inferno Staff and Dunmer, but two-handed if you want a stamina-type build. Sure. Oh, well, yeah, update six, two-handed. DK's, DK's the only guy who doesn't have a uh, an execute, so. Mm. Yeah, that's true. All right, well, that is the Battlemaster Corner. Does anyone have anything they want to say about this Battlemaster Corner before we move on? I do like the way it looks. Okay. Aesthetics, I mean, winning the battle is half looks, right? Yeah, and I did half. like the style he was going for, so, yeah. you know. It's neat. I like it. Yeah. I'm not an axe person myself, but I, uh, one of my best friends, I, I always call him an axe hoe because he always tries to collect axes everywhere, so he would love this. <laughs> If he can get an axe in game, he likes to use it. So, <laughs> all right. Now I'm actually gonna go to the next little bit, which is kind of neat. Tamriel Chronicle issue number seventy nine. Now, normally, like I said, I like to touch base on these, but I don't really like to go over them too in depth because you know some of it's, you know, you, it's better off if you just go read it for yourself. The main reason why I wanted to highlight this is, as you can see on the screen right now. The artwork that was released, I had to highlight. I'm gonna scroll down a little bit through all of all of this stuff, and it is Inner Light. I wish I knew who it was who actually did this. I'm gonna pull it up. Oh, I cannot read I, that. I believe they say the artist is the artist Ebenhart, or is that just? Oh, that's the first painting I see. Yeah, no, and I pull it up. I just think it is absolutely gorgeous how they drew this like very very talented looks like Absolutely. it's a linda linda i can't pronounce that last name it's rana it's rana on deviant art okay all right i see it so i thought it was absolutely you see it now face <laughs> she's trying to look at the screen and she's looking around like i don't get what are you looking at that's so i was so confused no the <laughs> inner light one is absolutely that's why i wanted to highlight it because of how good it actually looks it was absolutely I think it's gorgeous linda kent i think it's her name yes that's probably it <laughs> well is that is that digital you're talking to the wrong person for that. I, I, th I think it is digital. I'm pretty positive, but I'm not sure. I, I, you know, I'm not sure either. All I know is that I'm noticing that, you know how when you, have, you use it in game, it flashes against your face, and the artist did a really good job of having the light reflect against the character's face. Mm. Ah, good point. It's wearing Breton armor, though, so it's obviously a Breton. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely a Breton. Yeah, definitely. 
I like Bretons. They're they're all right. Yeah, I like Bretons too. Argonians are still the best, but Argonians are, are still a close the best. Second. Yeah. Right. And obviously, one of my favorites, the Valentine's Day "Give Me Your Heart and Soul." <laughs> yes. <laughs> Man of Marco. It, this came out. I saw. I think they tweeted it out on Valentine's Day. Picture of Man of Marco. Give me your heart and soul for Valentine, and I will be yours. The master that is for all eternity. I like it. <laughs> love it. I would love say that I, lo- I love it. It's awesome. Feel the love. Who 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 sent this to their significant other? Well, now I know Did, you would. I would. Uh, I would have been a heartbeat. Absolutely. <laughs> Funnily enough, not me. No, really. But, but you'd think of all of people, it probably would have made sense given that you know. Right. Game and do all sorts of stuff. It would have made sense to send it, but nope. 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 I see. All right. All right. Now, if I can get back to my notes. <laughs> you were still talking. I was waiting. God. Yeah, but that creates dead space. Well, I'm so- there. Okay. All right. All right. That's great. Thank you. All right. Following up, forms needing a much needed overhaul. And guess what? They got it. The original form structure was definitely not very pretty, but actually what's really neat is they did the update, and as you can see right now, this is the new form structure over at the Elder Scrolls Online page, and it looks a lot better than what it did. It's clean. Oh yeah. Yeah. It was a jumbled mess before. I think it's on the notes. Go back to the notes. And then right yeah, there. it's uh, it's cleaner, it's simpler, it's so much easier to find stuff, and uh, I, I just love what they did to the website. Yeah, the the uh, I don't know the last it, it was a jumbled mess before, and now it's it is very clean and very easy to use. And they, I think they've also fixed the dev tracker because that was broken for a while. Yeah, I used to use Tamriel Journal for the dev tracker. Yeah, me too. <laughs> because well, it just I, the whole broken. thing was broken. Right. Pretty much, yeah. Tales of the Dead. Love it. So they did get that. So if you had any kind of aversion to going to the forums because of how they looked, you know, maybe maybe that would be a uh, good time to go back and take a look at it because it's it's definitely nice. I mean, I pretty much live on those forums. I don't post a whole lot, but I do live on them. So I'm glad they went with the updated form structure. I, I think most of his aversions to go into the forms had nothing to do with how it looked yeah. <laughs> and more the people that were on it. Right, right. I, I, I get that. Base, how often do you visit forums? I am not a fan of forums. It's very infrequent that I visit forums. I see. So, I, I, Although I think the most forums I've ever visited was probably for another game. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. You know, just for a little bit of fun. Post count, Thace, what's your post count on the ESO form? Zero. <laughs> wow. Sunny, post count. Probably five. All right, all right. <laughs> Esteldian, good sir. What's your post count? Just ballpark it. Probably about 10 or so. Okay, all right. Avi, how about you, good sir? Uh, Maybe one. Okay. <laughs> I don't feel so bad then. Well, I, yeah. I'm not much better. I'm only like 48 or something like that. Well, I only got authorized a couple of months ago. I've been okay. around since beta, but I never actually got the code, and I, can never, I didn't care enough to bother getting one. I was like, yeah, whatever. I know. And then I finally decided to get one, because someone finally frustrated me enough on the forums. I thought, oh, 
just yeah, guess an idiot. I, reply I have to reply to this. this. <laughs> so your one reply, one reply was so you could bash a troll. I got it. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> troll and troll. <laughs> so yeah, you know, that's about as good a reason to join a forum site as any. <laughs> that's epic. All right, all right. Okay, now, could you move the mouse a little bit? Just click somewhere in the white space. Thank you. You rock. But it... I'm gonna train you to be a great note taker here. By now, the end are of you this. like cutting all this out? Like, nope. You, no, you're just letting nope. this go. All nope. right, okay. I'm just letting it roll. All right, cool. Uh, all right. <laughs> How's chat going? Uh, chat's good. Have they said anything of note? No, nothing that needs mention. I've been I've been keeping track of both of them. Chat room, do me a favor. Start mentioning <laughs> stuff so we have things that she asked to asked to do. I'm just putting her to work today. This is already a lot of hard this work. Is, this is the one day you've been feeling really good, like that you've been on the show for longer than three minutes. I know, and you're gonna. Are you gonna break her? I'm gonna break her. <laughs> that's I'm right. Gonna break I'm gonna get home. You're gonna have to, like drag well, me out of the car. Well, in all likelihood, I have to do it now before she gets sick again. And I don't get to do it for like <laughs> a few months, so I'm going hard to the wall here. All right, next up, and this is something that's kind of neat, and I saw uh, our good friend Arkanir in chat mentioned this earlier that there's a russian fan site yes there is a russian elder scrolls fan site and they data mined some interesting things there's actually two things that i wanted to show first off as you can see here on the screen gorgeous nord with an axe in hand i have no idea where he's at and actually you know what actually i take that back it kind of looks like he's on the one lake near falkreath and but you know could be artistic rendering but they uh, found a whole bunch of new new um, loading screens that they highlighted and will be in the game. Now, some of these are not completely new, but some are, like the Nord one I showed you. I don't seem to remember this one at any point in time, somewhere in the Alakir Desert. I've never seen it, so it's new to me. Uh, maybe it was part of the concept art earlier, so chat room, if you guys know if any of these like have been used in the past somewhere please let me know some of them i've seen like this one right here as soon as it loads i've seen this one in the past this one i guess maybe not won't be a completely new loading screen it, it happened in uh in cold harbor but there's quite a few of these that i haven't noticed there's really really neat ones specifically another one would be this one I'm going to show you up on the screen right now. I've never seen this. I've always seen this cave one being used a lot. But this is one of the first times I've seen adventurers added into the imagery. So uh, my my lovely co-host, all of you, and yes, that goes for the males as well. Have you guys seen through, look through these concept art loading screens? Yeah, I've looked through them. Okay, Avi, well, you go first. <laughs> All right, yeah, yeah, I've looked through them. Uh, I think they're really awesome. I think they're a big improvement compared to the ones they have in game right now, even though those ones are awesome. I try not to look through them too much, though, because I love the surprise of going to a different zone and seeing the new the new artwork and it gets me all excited to go in the zone and explore. So I'm not right. looking at too many of them. All right, that, that's a, I, I'm, I adore their art style. So I love, I pretty much take every single one of these and make it like a rotating wallpaper. Thais, what were you going to say? I haven't seen them, and I'm kind of sad that I haven't, because little things like this that just, that just kind of like add little things to the game, it's, 
it's always nice to see different things like this because mm -hmm. when you play a game a lot, you, you get used to the loading screens and you're kind of like, oh, I've seen this one four billion times. So it's, it's always nice and amazing when they add new artwork because it, like you, I love their art style. See, I'm almost half wondering if... Because some of these look very similar, like I've seen them before. It almost looks like they did a before and after as I'm sitting here looking at it. Almost feels like a before and after, because specifically down here at the bottom, this is the Stone Falls background. I've been to Stone Falls so many times, I know what it is. This, however, I have never seen, and I've done all the Morrowind zones. It's so totally a before and after. If you look at them, they look, some of them look all clean and put together, and then after that, they're wrecked. Right. Now, see, I haven't played through the AD zones yet, so some of them like, well, maybe they are not new. But then when I came down here and saw the Stone Falls, and again, it's a Russian site. It probably said it up here, the before and after, but I can't read it. You may call me your Russian bride, but I can't read Russian. Either. I know. That's great. But this one specifically is new, and I've been through all of the Ebonheart Pack zones multiple times, and I have never seen this one, and it is absolutely gorgeous. Little Guar. Oh, he's so cute. I love Guar. All right, so that was one of the things that I wanted to highlight. The other one is they did some more data mining. I guess I can close that off. They did some more data mining, and they found a bunch of new items that you can steal with the new justice system. Now, again, these are probably just items that you steal and you can, you can fence or whatever, but a lot of them, if you look at this, are very um lore specifics for for those who love the lore of the game will get a lot out of it such as omalexia's lock which is a lock of her hair ancient dragon guard burial mask you know house banner of house dagoff things like that that are really really neat i have to check <laughs> oh okay well thank you sonny <laughs> Google You're Translate welcome. for the win. <laughs> I got gotcha. you. But a lot of them here are just, they're all lore-friendly things. Like, if you look at the names of them, you will see and go, I know what that is. Have you guys looked at this note, uh, Thais, specifically? Find, find one of them in there that you like the most. What one sticks out to you the most? I think I kind of like uh, Blood of St. Pelin. This crystal file is full of what is said to be the blood of St. Pelin the Martyr. Even if emptied, the blood always returns. Interesting. Yeah. Is there a reason why you like... It just sounds spooky. Okay. That's, All that's right. kind of why I, I like it. I was it. kind of hoping for a lore reason, but okay. Oh, no. Well, you didn't, you didn't say that. No, no. None of All them right. make sense to me, lore-wise. Really? But I'm not... Yeah, it's I'm okay. not as good as you are. Do you not recognize that name up at the top? Ashes of... Uh, now that I do. Okay. Yes. Uh, I read that story. Uh-huh. You did. <laughs> you did. Okay. All right. All right. I wish I wouldn't have closed that one page because I want to go back. Actually, I'll just blow this up. Um, okay. How about uh, Avi? Have you seen any on that list that just kind of look neat? Would you keep any of these items if you found them? Yeah, I'd, I'd, <laughs> I'd probably keep Almalexia's hair. I think that's pretty cool. Yes, um, me too. Yeah, I think it's pretty awesome. I like a lot of the things they're doing here. So are these just mostly like 
the looting items you can get from stealing from people's pockets and going to sell or mm-hmm. yeah okay. i doubt they i doubt they'll have anything they'll just be quote unquote trophies that you can then turn in and sell but these might be maybe they're part of an achievement like a stealing rare items achievement um cuz you notice there's certain collectible achievements within the game now for getting uh rare drops off of certain monsters this might be something along because all this stuff is is very lore rich like very lore rich stuff so i don't see how this would be a common thing this is going to be one of those rare items you know what i mean yeah it'd be weird to go and kill a random guy and find almalexia's hair in his pocket so right right piece of valendrung's handle um (laughs) you, you know there's things like that rp yeah, these are all things that I would I, I would love to see. Queen or Queen Nernhild's nail clipping. That's kind of gross, but you know, whatever. <laughs> but yeah, there's just a lot of stuff. Ruby from the Ruby Throne. Nice, nice. There's just a <laughs> lot of things in here that are really, really neat. A Esteldian good sir, since I know you're the criminal at heart. Are oh, you yeah, right? Be... I wouldn't be stealing from anything. No, no. No, no. Well I might. No, if I get any of these, I'm keeping all of these. Yeah, I'll keep them all until I run out of bank space, to be honest. I have 240 slots. If you saw my tweet the other week, I maxed out my bank space. So I'm rolling in bank space. At night, I don't go to an inn. I crawl into my vault. There's plenty of room for me. (laughs) (laughs) That's me right there. All right. Notes. Oh, sorry. I was reading. You got got stuck in there? I did. I did. I see. All right, we're going to go to the nine-month loyalty rewards and more, obviously. Now, for those who didn't know, the loyalty rewards for nine months is coming out. We should actually be getting those within the next week or two. So that means we're going to see a lot of jesters running around. Thais is bouncing around. Why Why don't you tell me why are you bouncing around? Because I happen to love that guy. Really? Yes. He doesn't remind you of Cicero from Skyrim? Uh, no. Really? Really. All right, all right. I probably won't be running around as the Jester, but I, I, I'm going going to be running around as something other than the wedding dress, because I know that's all I'm going to see in Update 6. Every single big beefy Nord is going to be running around in the wedding dress. I know that I won't ever be taking off what I have on now. So. You, not even to wash it because that's going to be rank. Yeah, it's it's metal. Like, what do I? Uh... Chafing. Gotcha. <laughs> All right. All right. All right. Uh, kind of curious for the people here. Um, a uh, Avi, Avi. I know you said you kind of came to the game recently, so I don't think you you'll have the chance to get any of the loyalty rewards unless you purchase a bunch of a bunch of time. Um, yeah, sadly, these aren't coming my way. No? no How- I, I really want the Mask of Cheerful Slaughter. It's something I'd probably wear 24-7 if I had it, but right, uh, I'm going to miss it. It's going to make me sad to see all the people running, running around wearing them. Like me? <laughs> yeah, like you. I mean, it's pretty much just like a, a Wabajack top, right? The helmet is pretty much like the top of the Wabajack. It, it looks similar to that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, I love the look. I always like the jester looks. They're always kind of neat. Albeit, I know you can hide the helm on these things. I don't know why you would, because the helm's the best part. But that's, hide the rest of it and keep. Hide the, helm. the rest and keep the helm, right? Yeah. 
right, all right. Well, how many? Just curious. How many months have you been subscribed? Uh, I've been I just got it Christmas Day. Okay. So, so I've been subscribed about two months now, okay. and I and I played the first month of uh, release as well. So about three months I've been subscribed. Okay, so you played it. You used your free month at release, and now you've subscribed for two months. Yeah. Days, yeah. Sixty days. Well, you should be getting the at least uh, I think it's the uh, the Wraith pet. I mean, whatever subscription time you have up until when it goes by to play in March. So anything you buy, I know a lot of people were who were close to the 300 days of total subscription just went and bought like six months because it counts any time that you're subscribed even after. So if you buy like six months, it counts that. So that's interesting. Oh yeah, I, did, I didn't even know that. That's. I mean, if you this is something that if you really wanted these items you could you could go for it by purchasing like updating your subscription to a higher thing because then i mean you'll it'll you'll be an eso plus member right away and you'll also get crowns so i mean it's an option i know some people who are like i missed a couple months or whatever and i really want the the one year senshi tiger mount i'm gonna go ahead and just purchase six months now and it adds to 300 days total purchase time Thais, I already know you, me and you have been subscribed since day one, nonstop, so no issue there. Uh, Sunny, how, how about you? How close are you to getting the nine month? I'm one month away. One month away. Are, are yeah. you going to be able to pull that off? Are you interested in getting it? I, I am act actually interested in getting the reward. So, you know, I, I think I'm going to do what you just said. I, I didn't even think about that. So I'm going to take a look into that today. Okay, yeah, just highlight, find out how much time you've actually, if you go to your account page and see how much you've actually subscribed, add it together, and then find out, well, if I add another X amount of months by upping my subscription, what will that get me? I mean, Yeah, that's a great point. Some people, if you're close, I say go for it. You get the special items that no one else will be able to get, and uh, you'll also, you know, get rolled over into some crowns. Yeah, thanks for pointing that out. I know we, we said that we were worried about whether they would become available later on. Mm -hmm. And it, it says here, but we, we don't really know how trustworthy sentences can be. It says it won't be sold in the Crown Store, which which makes me very happy. That, I, I, what? Are you doubting the word of the great developers? Are <laughs> 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 they possibly done to give you doubts? They did specifically say, uh, in the, one of the last paragraphs, we'd also like to talk about another special reward, the Striped Senshi which was announced in our recent Road Ahead update. To obtain this regal mount, you will need to meet two criteria. One, you must be an active ESO subscriber on March 16th, the day before we launched Tamrail Unlimited. And two, you need to have 300 total days of paid subscription time prior to March 16th. That does not include the free month or any uh, um, comp time, because I know they comped us like five days, like, I don't know, right after launch for something. This will be the only way to get your hands on the feline companion. It won't be sold in the crown store. That makes me so happy. I was no. talking about this, I think, Estelle Dean, you can tell me. We talked about this, I think, last episode, how we were like, I don't care if they take the same model and repaint it. Go ahead. Throw it in the crown store 100 times, 50 different variants. But I want my striped one to be unique. That way, when I'm riding around, when people look at it, you know, a year from now, go, 
whoa, where'd you get that? Was that in the Crown Store at a certain time? Nope, you had to be a loyal subscriber when the game was still a subscription game. Yeah, exactly. That's the way to do it. Yeah, it's it's always nice to have a little bit of flair for the people who were there for anything, whether it's a special achievement you get by doing the content and then it goes away after the content becomes irrelevant. I know Warcraft did this several times, uh, like their undying achievement, which is something that I was so angry because I didn't get because the one night I went to bed and my guild went in after me, brought in one of the worst players we had, they got it. Max? Yeah, yeah, doing all of Naxxramas without anyone dying. I was so upset. The one night I decided to go to bed early. How dare you think you can sleep? I know, right? But, you know, <laughs> it's something that's kind of neat. My buddy taunts it to me all the time. He always has the Undying title up. Um, but that was something that they took out after the next expansion came out because they're like, it's going to be too easy for people to go back and get it. We want this to be something special. You know, and I like when there's certain things special that you can only get, you know when you were there it, it's really neat i agree um i think even I, though i won't get it i think it's <laughs> awesome that you know you guys it, will it sucks yeah, when same you here. don't have it like if you're not the one to get it you're like oh we can try i wouldn't mind it in the crown store to not no, ride it around <laughs> you guys <laughs> <Promise> <laughs> I don't care. we can promise to try i don't try. care it, it, it's a senshi tiger i'm gonna run around on a guar please come uh, on i was gonna i was gonna say i'll be on a guar so it's i don't okay. even care stripe senshi tiger my foot this is a guar mm-hmm. <laughs> then i'll have my little my little guar following behind me it'll be like a guar family it'll be great i love guar they're adorable they are adorable yes yes so. they are. yeah all right. Before we move on to our next little bit of news or the next little discussion topic, I'm going to stop here for an advertisement. That's right, advertisement time. If you wish to help support the Dungeon Crawler Network, you know, perhaps consider donating or becoming a patron of ours on our Patreon page. That's right, we have a Patreon page set up for those who want to uh, support us on a monthly basis. You can do that. And one of the things we're also going to do is if you check out the page, once we hit a certain funding milestones, we want to start giving most of what we earn back. Some will run to the network, but a lot of it's going to go back into the community and those who are Patreon subscribers to us. We are going to start doing giveaways on the show, and I'm not talking like in-game stuff. We're going to start ordering physical swag for people from either the Bethesda store or possibly, and something that I hope Zenimax does, allows us to gift items from the Crown store. So try to give back a little bit to the people here if you feel like supporting us in any way. And, of course, if you don't want to support us monthly with our Patreon, you can always donate flat rate to us. That Anything you do helps goes back into the network and helps us keep the metaphorical lights on. So thank you guys so much for everything you guys do for us. Just want to say it. All right, we're going to move on to our discussion topic for this week. And I wrote a quick question because I, I, we had a big cast here today. And I thought this was kind of neat because I was thinking about this. And I wanted to pose the question. What do you guys think about opening up the PTS as ZeniMax's way of offering a free trial for the game? Meaning that people could download the PTS and could play the PTS whenever they would want. A, it would help test the game and would let people do it. Now, this would be free of charge. They wouldn't have to buy nothing, but they would be able to log into the PTS and play anytime they wanted. Thais, what what do you think? You know, I, I kind of 
think I would be against that because the game is already moving into the free-to-play model. Well, it, they not really. It's a buy-to-play model because you still have to buy the, the game, game yeah. which when it's on sale is 30 some bucks but obviously normal if you go to Walmart or Target or anything like that it's 59.99 60 bucks i mean yes it's but this would be a way for people to log on to the PTS with, with the PTS being so similar to the real game yes you get to try all the new content yes it would probably be buggy as as to be expected you're still essentially getting the entire game anyway i think that's just giving away a little too much yeah but it's not permanent because they wipe the servers constantly. Oh, you gotta. You gotta I mean, yeah, they there. might be able to level a character to VR 14 if they constantly go crazy, et cetera, et cetera. But then when they, every time they release a new patch, they wipe the servers. If that's the case, then it sounds to me like that could be something that that could actually work. Okay. Because then it, it's not permanent, and then they're not really getting all of it all the time. All right. Sunny, how about you? What are your thoughts on this? King's Isle does it all the time, and it works great. I love it. Absolutely think it's a great idea. It's a great way to get people in there testing. And I don't do it because I'm going to be really mad when I obtain everything I wanted, and then it gets erased. So, you know, I'm going to pay for what I get. But I think it's great for those that want to do it and test, you know, for us. I think okay. it's awesome. All right. Avi, how about you? What do you think about this? Yeah, I think it's a great. I think it's a great idea to have it up all the time. It can give people a chance to go in and kind of figure out what kind of character they want to play and what kind of build they want to use. And in the PTS right now, you could uh, make a veteran fourteen character, right? A template, mm -hmm. a templated character. Mm -hmm. See, that's also cool too, because then people can uh, make a VR fourteen character and find out what they like as end game content. Because we get a lot of people who make it to Veteran 2. I know I did it. I made it to Veteran 2, Veteran 3, and I realized my character doesn't really fit the style of the gameplay I want to play as end game. So it's a cool place to, to learn and figure out exactly what you want to do in the Elder Scrolls Online. We do actually have a response from the chat room. Excellent. From Arkaneer. Yay! Love you, Ark. If I could play free on the PTS, why would I even buy the game? All the content is there anyway. And, it, and even if they were to wipe the server, I could just create another VR14 template and continue playing anyway. Okay. That's, that's kind of how I feel as well. It, it's just... I don't know. Yeah. When I'm playing an MMO, though, even when I do a 14 template, like, I'm an achievement whore. I like going after the achievements, et cetera, et cetera. So I would, I would be upset if my stuff got wiped constantly. But, you know, some people might not. But then again, those same people probably wouldn't be interested in playing anyway. I don't, you know, there's one of those thoughts I had. Esteldian, how about you, good sir? What do you think about this? Uh, it's fine by me. I give it a week of being wiped before they get sick and tired of it and actually make a real character. <laughs> Talking for well, experience, last couple of weeks have driven me mad. Yeah, they get in, <laughs> I don't care, do weekly wipes of the things so people can't play on it very long. Every, every Sunday night, just wipe everything. I swear, three times I've logged in this week on PTS, and every time it's like, oh, crap, I've got to do all my points again. Yeah. Oh my. What do they keep doing? I just know that. This is something <laughs> I was thinking about because they're constantly begging people to be on the PTS to test the game because there's a lot of stuff. Given, you're right, if people are logging in as almost like a free trial, would they really care about doing slash feedback? Probably not. You know. Yeah, yeah, but in some cases, not necessarily about the feedback. It's just having the load, the server load yeah. on there, and just the more people can make a big difference. There's a lot of metric data you can get, 
even without people typing out the feedback. Just because they can look at all the all the data they're g- gathering from their servers going, hey, I noticed that when, you know, 300% of people, 300% of people, look at my math right there. You know, every single time someone goes and opens this one door, they disconnect. They can see that stuff, you know? Right. right. Yeah, no one probably will sit there and write a bug report, but, you know, it's one of those things going, hey, they have that load data because we all know people don't go in the PTS that often. I think it would be an interesting way of offering a free trial. It would also separate the people who are just free trialing from the from the real players. So you wouldn't have the people logging on going, this game sucks, LOL, you know, that kind of stuff. You, it would be separated off so the people who just want to make accounts and troll the people in trade chat wouldn't be able to do it. Right. Actually I agree. Arkinair just mentioned that people might just start spamming the, the PTS since it's free. And with the amounts of haters for this game, I believe it would happen. Mm-hmm. Again, but it's still, again, the PTS. With the majority of people not playing on it unless there's an active patch, you go, people don't, well, well, A, they shut the PTS down in most cases. This would be somewhere they'd have to keep the PTS open. But most people don't, I'm not going to log on to the PTS if there's no patch on it to test. I don't care. Let the haters go in there and spam all they want. All they'll be doing is spamming all the other haters out there. I don't care. Have fun. <laughs> trolls, troll, and troll. Yeah, right? Let the trolls fight amongst themselves. There's not going to be any issue. I don't know. that. That's my general thought on it. I think it would be an interesting way. People download it, play it, go, do I like this game? Now, this is something I also think Zenimax would have to do. Zenimax would have to put in a disclaimer going, you are playing on a PTS. These are test builds that are on here. You may encounter bugs that are not necessarily um, indicative of the live game. They should probably put something similar to that on the live service too. (laughs) (laughs) Touche, well played. I like it. All right, all right. Now... Here's another thing. We're the second part of this question. I mean, this is kind of a short topic, but it's something I really wanted to hear what you guys thought about. Um, for the people who are playing, how do you guys feel Zenimax? What could Zenimax do to entice people to play on the PTS? Thais, go ahead. You're staring at me. <laughs> well, look, you're right in front of me. I mean, you want me to look like around the room instead? There's can, a spider there. Do, don't do that to me. That's <laughs> evil. And I almost looked behind me. I know you did. Just, just, he might be lying, but I'm not willing see, to take no, the chance. I forgot what I was going to have to gonna say. You're going to have to go to someone else now. All right. Estelle and good sir. Um, what do you, what do you, how would... the British guy. That will totally get my, my train of thought back. Oh Thank yeah, you. that's, that's great. Blind leading the blind at this point. <laughs> Steldy and good sir, how would you, if you were Zenimax, entice players to play on the PTS? Oh, it's not even a challenge, is it? You just throw them freebies, like little pets and all the other nonsense that everyone loves to get hold of. A free exclusive pet every month or forever long. Easy peasy. An extra special newly colored guar. Okay. All right, all right. Or a striped senche, which is slightly different to the one that's exclusive to all the lower members. They get a spotted senche. Spotted senche? Okay. Mm-hmm. They probably will do that. All right. Uh, Sunny, how about you? Yeah. Um, pets is always something everybody loves to get. and um, You know, the uh, titles that you can wear above your name. 
you know, tags, things like that, I guess maybe. Um, but there again, if you're paying, I, I, I just, you know, I, I think PTS would be for free. But this was a for fun question. So personally, I wouldn't do it. But uh, to reward the players to do it, I guess that's the only way you could, you know, because otherwise you're hanging with trolls. All right. All right. Avi, good sir. What about you? Yeah, I agree with Estelle, Deanne. Just a bunch of little things you can give them here and there. Oh, you're going to do, you did the month of February. Here's a, a little pet or something like that. I can't really think of anything else they could possibly do that the people would like. Okay. You, you have a, you have something for us now, Thais? Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm going to think. For someone like me, the, the PTS bothers me. I, I don't think I could ever actually play on the PTS because I have the live game. So testing new things out would just, it would, it would bug me because the character would be deleted and nothing is permanent. I can't get the achievements and I can't get all the, you know, the cool little trophies. So for, for people like me to really get me to try the PTS, I would probably need something physical. I would need something from the Bethesda store to really entice me to try out new content. Now that's obviously asking for a lot, but okay. that's, that's definitely what I would need in order to make that happen. All right. And in, in the chat room, we have the AJ Looter. They said they should do special rewards like costumes or mounts for people in PTS. Costumes might actually be worth it. Okay. See, as much as I like all of these things, it's like, do they reward people for doing that or do they not care and offer it in the crown store? I mean... What do you guys see? I almost feel like that's something that they wouldn't do just because they would want to save that stuff for the crown store because obviously that's how they're making money now, right? With yes, yeah. with this kind of model, they're going to have to actively work on the crown store more more than the type of updates that they've been that they've been doing mm -hmm. to make sure the crown store is is pulling people in and they're making lots of money so if they're really focusing on the crown store there'll be lots of different costumes already so there's no reason that they can't offer one of the 20 different costumes they just so happen to imagine up it's not that far-fetched and it could definitely happen okay um what do you guys feel about offering crowns for participation in the pts a small amount of crowns a couple dollars worth of crowns um for X amount of hours played on the PTS. Like, uh, let's just say, fit, we'll say 1,500 crowns if you log in 50 plus hours per PTS session. I mean, not 50 plus hours per session, but per patch. Like, it would take uh, your played time, and if you played 50 some hours, you would get 1,500 crowns. Ooh. I think that's, that's pretty desperate to offer that. Okay. Well, I mean, obviously they're going to be desperate to offer that because no one plays on the PTS now. Is it really that barren? It's other than a few content creators that I noticed some people who'd like to get the exclusives out there. Um, a lot of times it's hard to get it. Like anytime that I want to get together and do something, I have to contact like Aloha and try to, you know, ma you know, match together to get people to run dungeons. Like when we were doing uh, yeah. City of Ash. I contacted Aloha and, and my friend Kipster and, and all we got together and we ran City of Ash. But there's no one in chat or anything trying to look for it. If you go in there by yourself as a solo player, 
the chances you're going to find three other people willing to run stuff at the time as you is very, very rare. So, I don't know. I mean, 1,500 crowns to me is just a whatever, but it would be a way of enticing people to say, hey, for your participation in helping us make the patch better, this is how we would reward you. Because I feel like, you know, I think a title would be kind of neat too, but we also, uh, who was I talking to? Um, Zephyrian, I think, from, I'm sorry if I put your name, buddy, I really am. Um, I was leveling with him today. But uh, we were talking about how we liked the titles in ESO, but we're so glad there's not 900 titles like in World of Warcraft. I said, well, World of Warcraft's 10 years old. ESO might start getting titles. Other than having maybe one title for doing PTS-related stuff, are they going to constantly, you know, the Builder, the Builder Rank 2, the Builder Rank 3, you know, something along those lines. Are they going to do something that where it gets crazy, or will they offer a title maybe one time, and then how else do you get people to come back and do it again? Ark says that you could do crown points per hour spent. So, like, if you spend an hour, I'm guessing you get, like, two crown points. Something small you have to build up to, but it would still be a way to get free free crowns. To be fair, I don't think that it's that drastic on the PTS. I mean, you say you can't get groups, but look on live. My God, try and get a vet city of Ash <laughs> or something. Looking for group tour doesn't work anyway. No one really wants to go with strangers. I mean, even more the case on the PTS anyway. And let's be entirely honest, on the PTS... There's usually quite a long list of bugs that are reported that don't actually get fixed by live. So they're obviously getting more than enough information on the PTS already if they're fixing half the bugs and then letting half of them go through to live anyway because they haven't got around to fixing them. Okay. So how much are they really needing more if they can't cope with what they're getting fed back on at the moment? Yeah, I'm kind of seeing a theme here that Estelle is running into tons of bugs on the EU server. <laughs> I have not encountered very many, except for like the first week we played and then nothing. Nothing is game breaking, just the tiny little ones which you usually just shrug off. And then, but when they happen again and again, losing group leader. You tell me you don't still get that one happen sometimes? This random thing in the world, you're in the middle of inviting your group. enough. <laughs> and, it, uh, and then suddenly it just for no reason says, oh, you, have, you need to be group leader for that. Well, I was group leader like two seconds ago. What do you mean I'm not group leader anymore? It just randomly drops. Okay. It's, like, oh. it's fine at first. And then by the 10th, 11th time it happens, think, seriously, I've been doing this since beta. Why isn't this fixed? The bug that I get most often that annoys me is I don't. It's when you're swapping weapons, or it might even be when you're swapping weapons. It might be like after you die or something like that, where you res and you try to attack and none of your skills work. Oh, that doesn't just happen when you die. That can happen at no reason whatsoever, and you have to spam escape button in the hopes that hope that somehow it, it works. works. That one, that one's an annoyance to me. You see, none of these. I haven't. That one's killed. Me. Because you don't play enough. My weapons. Oh, well, I'm sorry. I'm growing another human being here. It's kind of. It's kind of hard work. Just putting you, it out buddy. there. You, you. Buddy. Uh, I don't know about you. I see. <laughs> but all these bugs. No, I don't. I don't encounter them. Okay. But back to the topic. I mean, you know, if guys, Bethesda, Zoss, if you really want me to play on the PTS, give me a T-shirt, and I will. I will well, totally test everything. The, the for problem you. is that's an expenditure on their part. They have to do something that they can. No, just, just... You could just beg Zoss for a t-shirt anyway. Just... Oh, but wait, wait, you really want me to play on the... P I will play on the PTS for as long as you want if you give me a race change. She will play on the PTS as long as you <laughs> want too. if the members of Dungeon Crawler Network can come tour your studios. <laughs> just there saying. There you go. I agree. I'll do it. Absolutely. 
hey, I'm only like four hours from there. I'm just going to drive down and stand out there with a sign. That's, that's, that's not fair to Estelian. He's like all the way across the big blue wet thing. The big blue wet thing? <laughs> nice. That's all right. Do it around the Christmas period. I'll be over in America anyway. It'll be fine. I'll yeah, just there we have go. Set up around Christmas. All right. All right. Okay. Well, I, I like the idea of you said our or, uh, arc Arkaneer in chat says hours played for crowns. I like that, but they need to put a cap on it. And it can't be a lot of crowns. But it, enticing people to play, because if it constantly went up every hour, what's stopping people from putting on Netflix and sitting there with their hand on space bar just making sure they stay logged in? Oh, good point. There's got to be a cap up to a certain amount. Uh, like in a single day, you mean? No, no, period. Like I per, just... like, I don't know, per, you know, whatever their cap would be. What about movement and you have to attack enemies? That See, again, that's something that I, I'm kind of curious about for um, tracking sake. That's a lot of extra work. Uh, yeah. You got to look at the amount of stuff that they're going to have to track, the reports they're going to have to look at to make sure people were attacking at all times. Or if they got up to take a drink, is that when the timer stops? When, you know, That's a lot of systems on the back end. Then just how long have they been logged in? You can't get a drink. You can't go pee. Just yeah, sit there's there and none play of that. Consistently. I was going to say, if there's, stop, if there's crowns go. on the line, have <laughs> <laughs> it. Right. Such as sneezing takes away time. Go, nope, <laughs> no nope, nope. That's that's a half a crown loss. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's one of those things that I, they need to put a cap on if they were going to do something like that. But I, I like the idea of the longer you play, the more you get up to a certain point. And the people who are dedicated and who are actually testing anyway would have been on there anyway. <laughs> But it might be a way to get that volume that you didn't have before. And people like... That's the thing. I, I was talking... Who was I talking to? We were talking about MMOs in general and how, how people will not do something if they don't get a reward. Back in the day, you would group up to complete a dungeon for the sake of completing a dungeon. Warcraft is terrible with this. They're a dungeon finder. They have to entice people to run a daily dungeon by giving them a... A reward. ESO does the same thing. Run a daily pledge, get a chance at a reward. Ten years ago, five years ago, you didn't have that. It was you ran the dungeon because you wanted to complete it. But now you have to entice people to do the content in the game. Without enticement, they won't do it. Why do you think they had to go back and add pledges? People weren't running dungeons more than once. They get their skill point and they're done. There's no reason to go back because experience gains are next to nil from running dungeons how what keeps people going back in you have but to there's a problem there premise. isn't there why you have to bribe people to make dungeons well, that, money? that's a problem well, why do you with crap experience <laughs> yeah but no but, i mean why give crap experience it just seems insane to me that doing a dungeon is not worth the effort unless there's a daily involved because this don't give you it's quicker to go kill some monsters somewhere else it's like what why are devs ins insisting on making dungeons so unrewarding it just Boggles the mind. Especially with how hard some of these dungeons are. They, they really should be worth it to, to, to be able to, to run them to get the experience. They really should. Okay. Yeah, I mean, the reward is there, but even after people get the reward, it's this generation in general. Why, why do you want me to do this? It is. It's the generation of gamers that are here. You don't do it for the experience of doing it. You do it for what can I get out of it. It's because all the good gamers are aging. <laughs> uh, well, as I was saying, I was talking to our friend uh, Sephirium today, and we were saying how 
you know, we're, we're all hardcore raiders and stuff, but it's funny because all the hardcore raiders, because uh, I think we were talking about Wildstar and how hardcore of a raiding stance they took and how badly the game did because all the, there were, you know, to get the, the 40 man groups together, um, it was just something we were doing. We were talking about going, yes, yeah, because all the people who are really interested in that are our age now who have husbands and wives and kids and a job. All the people who would do the, 40-hour raid weeks are now too old to do it. Which is sad, because it's such a great game. That's why we're going to have a whole bunch of kids, and we're going to train them to raid, and we're just going to have our own raid team. Well, based on the type of raiding that most games get out now with a casual base, it might be okay. Because all games are... If you're not going casual, you're not going to get an audience. That's that's how it is. It's it's the, the MOBA generation, the get-in, get-out kind of gameplay. That's that, so sad. That's that's what's big now, MOBAs, which is five minutes. If the game goes longer than five minutes, people are mad because they're losing out on ELO rating. Like League of Legends? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That's specifically what I'm talking about. It's If you don't have that type of gameplay that caters, what's my reward for doing this? You have to, People don't play games anymore, especially like MMOs and things like that, to play the game. They do it to get rewarded. That's why we have to talk about things like this. I know, I just went deep there, didn't you I? You did, and it was really <laughs> sad. It, it is. If you it look at sad. it, everything is an enticement. You have to entice players to play aspects of your game or else they won't do it. See, I don't, I don't feel like I need to be enticed. I mean... But it's there every day. I play my, my free-to-play game when there's really no enticement That's there. not true. That's not true. You just did a, uh, you just did a, a Valentine's Day event <laughs> where I said, what are you doing? I'm just staying here. Well... Why don't you attack that guy? Oh, it doesn't matter. I just have to participate to get the reward. <laughs> I don't care if I die or not. You just did that the other day. Way to, way to call me. I was today, actually. Way to call today. me out. Way. You're like, I don't feel like I need to do a reward. Like, you weren't even playing. You just logged in, got in there. Like, I don't care. Let him kill me. As long as I'm the there, bus. I get a reward. They're enticing you to play content for no real reason other than you want the reward. I know, I just totally just blew your mind right it's, there. Uh-huh. Well, the show's over, buddy. <laughs> I don't yeah. beat for that, but I might have scored a point now, but I'm going to have a black and blue eye after this. So. Yeah. But it's true. That mentality is, you're, I even ask you, I'm like, what's the point of this? I don't know, but as long as I long it and do it, I get the reward. I get a colorful chair. There I you go. It. But that's, they're enticing you to create to play content they've created. Not because it's fun or you want to do it, but because you get a reward. And that's the type of games people are making nowadays. I'm not doing that because I enjoy it. I'm doing it because of the reward. Yeah, that just made me really sad. I can't. Me too, Sonny. I am really <laughs> depressed at the moment. The modern game is <laughs> yeah. a sad state. Modern yeah. game, yeah. That's, that's Cause, what... Because I'm going to get deep here for a while. Wildstar really should have taken the, the, the game world by storm with how amazing the game was and the, the, the quest systems and everything that they added in that game it really should have stolen people from every other game out there but you're right it's it's not an they, easy game they marketed it, it, it to it a hardcore like crap. crowd Sorry. 10 years ago did you say it looked like crap yep Can't for, do it. because of the graphics or the colors this yep. is an eso podcast. that is true it'll, 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 it'll I, be real quick i can't stand yeah i couldn't stand uh Wow, for that awful graphics. I really, the style any, any game is, is dead. No, okay. Never going to play it. Regardless, but as you said, we'll just use that as a system. The problem was they designed the game 
more of a modern game, but they were trying to market it to today's players based on a 10-year-old concept. To people who 10 years ago would have been the best thing in the world. 10 years ago, I'd have jumped on the well, other than I don't like sci-fi. But the whole idea is that kind of gameplay intrigues me. I like that. But today's gamer didn't, and that's why so many people kind of jump ship after they realize, oh, crud, I actually have to do attunements? WoW had attunements. Guess what? They removed all of those. Why? Because they wanted to keep their players. Yeah. Well, but what's the, what is the average age of an ESO player? I would suspect that it would be a bit older than the average player because of how mm. dark the game is and the gameplay. The, the dark, yes. See, a lot of people got into it with Skyrim. The Morrowind players are in their 30s now. That's that's my generation, the Morrowind players. The Skyrim players are in their late teens, early twenties. I'm guessing the average ESO player will probably be around like twenty millimeters. The Daggerfall players are in their forties and fifties. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and I'm 60s. not fifty, but yeah. I I played Daggerfall, I remember and I remember. <laughs> I remember Daggerfall and I'm only thirty. Yeah. Yeah, but when you played it, were you like five? <laughs> no, I'm no. sure I was about 11. <laughs> yeah, about something 11. like that. Yeah, like 11. Right, right. But and I remember it having that really creepy lore even back then. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that's what I love about the game. I don't know what the average the average age is for this game. Krabby is uh, yelling at us. I played Morrowind and I'm 28. Um, yeah, basically everything I'm finding says 27 to 45 years of age. I, I would actually agree with that. Yeah, I agree with that. It also would, uh, you know, as uh, Avi just said when he agreed with that one, we were talking about this earlier. The, the the community in the game is so fantastic. But if you look at the average age, we're also all adults. Right. We're all in our the, the middle middling years here, so... We're all just going to die soon. We're all going to die soon. <laughs> we have to be nice to one another and work up that karma. That's all right. <laughs> all right. Does anyone have anything else they want to say about this discussion? I went longer than I thought it was actually going to go, but it, it was kind of neat. Yeah, it was a good it. discussion. It for, was. For That's a two-question thing that I wrote here, it went longer than I thought. Actually, it was really good. I liked it. Had a lot of legs to a lot of things that uh, came up that I think were very relevant. Until I made yep. everyone cry about the. <laughs> wow, gaming really is that way. Yeah. I think I'm gonna have to write like like a blog later on how depressed I am and the state of gaming. I know, and I'm gonna have to comment on that blog. All, all I'm gonna say is I'm gonna say one more thing. Who up to even three years ago heard of the dreaded buying into alpha? That kicks me off when games go hey we're coming out and you know we're in alpha testing if you buy a founders package for a hundred bucks you can get in on alpha testing oh it's amazing isn't it on my free to play game if you spend a hundred bucks before i even release it you play <laughs> early what yeah, yeah you can play early for alpha testing yeah that that only happened a couple years ago but that's the state of gaming where people are like let's just throw money at it and do casual there was never buy into Alpha. Alpha was something you had to know someone at the company and they were like your best friend to get into Alpha or you had some sort of tech experience. You prayed to get into the final beta. 
You did some sort of favors for that. You did favors yeah. to get into beta. You didn't buy into alpha. At least it's also the decency to hide the fact that we're paying for a beta when we played this game, you know? They, yeah, they were right? subtle about it. Right. But, you know, even alpha testing and stuff, like, you didn't get in, you didn't, because I was into the beta prior to anyone who bought the game could get into the later stages of beta. I'll say that I was in it earlier than that without ever investing a dime, um, which is how games used to be. But being able to buy into alphas. Are you saying that for sub games or free to play games? Because I've it never doesn't seen matter. it for sub games, but I've seen it for quite a while doesn't, with free to play games. Doesn't matter. It tends to be a free to play games most commonly. But yeah. yeah. Most commonly you, you do that and then they offer you some reward, some sort of free to play. But when the game comes out you get a whole bunch of like extra stuff and yeah, that was still yeah. something you never you never did. But that's that shows the state of the industry where they would rather just try to get the quick buck now and go. And that, that annoys me. I'm sorry. I had to I had to mention that just because, you know. It's, it's less the industry, though, isn't it? It's, it's more the player, to be honest. It's the well, gamers' fault. It is the, it is the players, because that's what they want. Yeah. Which, it's, it's, it's the same players who want to be enticed to play the gameplay. It's the type of gamers that we are now breeding that, that, that do this kind of stuff. The reason why developers get away with it now is because there's an audience for it. That's the only reason. So... And that's one of the reasons why any game that comes out with innovative things, you know, they're like, hey, um, um, with in people are scared to do anything innovative because if the popular crowd doesn't like it, your game fails. Wildstar yeah. tried to tried to bring back the hardcore scene, and it's like, guys, that was over ten years ago. Which is sad, though, isn't it? Because, as you say, we're all, we're all too old to enjoy it, but where's the new generation of hardcore gamers go, oh, yeah, this is exactly what I want. Where are they? Oh, Lazy yeah. Bands. Well, that's what it's going to be. What's going to happen to, you know, like, one of the best experiences I had was hardcore raiding in Warcraft and, and Dark Age of Camelot and stuff like that. That generation's over because no one's going to want to work that long. They would rather jump into the MOBA and do a five-minute game to get a high ELO rating. I think yeah. if WoW died, there'd be... Everyone would be able to flock to. Everyone would flock to MOBAs. I, I don't. I don't think so. I. I do. I. You do. If you watch Twitch right now, where? What's the number one game? Hearthstone. Why? That's. What the hell's Hearthstone? Number it's, it's, one game it's, it's, is it's Hearthstone. It's a Blizzard, Blizzard card uh, game. No, it's, it's true. But game. if you look right now, if you go to Twitch right now and look and see which has the most views, Hearthstone. That is terrible. Yeah. And then Dota and League of Legends. Those are like the top three. Yeah, you're All right. the popular streamers, they don't play the games because they enjoy them most of the time. They play it because that's where the viewers are. They want to watch you play Dota. They want to watch you play League of Legends. They want to watch you play uh, Hearthstone. That's where well, they I, are. I have faith in this new game that's coming out really soon. I'm going to cry. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to move on to the next thing, which is the Tales from Tamriel, where we get to talk about what we did in-game this week. Now, we got quite a few people around here, so let's see here. Who wants to go first? How about uh, Sunny? How about you? What have you done in the Elder Scrolls universe? Doesn't even have to be online, just what have you done this week? Okay, well, this was, this was a real fun experience. I've joined a new RP group, and... Uh, I, I'm not sure how long I'm gonna stay with these guys because they took it a little too far. But um, they become an ERP group. 
something like that. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, actually, absolutely, it did. Um, an EXRB. <laughs> Oh so, but it was really, it, it was, it, it was really actually, it started out very beautiful though, because they, we, we stood in front of the, uh, menstrual and, um, they, I pretty much just kind of watched cause I'm, like I say, I'm new to this guild. And, oh, you're a watcher. Yeah. I'm a lawyer. I'm a lawyer. <laughs> and so, yeah. So they all got in sync the girls got in sync and we're doing the high elf dance it was really beautiful they were by the flames and then uh they started doing lap dances for the nord the naked nord <laughs> and then the naked nord started doing really weird obscene things with his pet oh i think i saw a tweet from you <laughs> can, with that i can we just well, clarify, I said to sorry us- sorry to interrupt can we just clarify that's not the naked Nord, right? It, well, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't think it is the naked Nord, but it was a naked Nord. Did you hear that? Just so that road get guy. Fail. There you go, Road. We're calling you out. Yeah, and he was doing like push-ups and all kinds of weird stuff. I don't know. That sounds like something Road would do. It, it might have been him. I, I don't know. I mean, I have to say that it was very entertaining. It was very well played out. It was, it was pretty cool uh, to watch. Send him a message after this. <laughs> The uh, the high elves dancing in sync was just absolutely beautiful. So I mean, I took probably a hundred snapshots of it, and I sent them to you, Ag. That's how you saw it. I sent mm-hmm. just you know like two or three of them because I just couldn't believe what I had just saw. It was uh, it was actually gorgeous, but that one little part was kind of weird with the pet. <laughs> You're watching it and that's... photographing it. Yeah, I know, right? See, okay, so what does that make me? And they're the weirdos, right? <laughs> so they're taking pictures. What weirdos? Click, click, click. Yeah. Look at these perverts. I know. So that's pretty much my you best experience. Move over to experience. the left. There's a little bit of light. Need better light. Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. So role play experience went well, and then it started getting a little creepy. I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. So Fifty Shades of Mournhold does work. I like it does. AJ and Chad said Fifty Shades of Grey March. Grey March. Har har. Har har. All right. All right. I think that's going to be the uh, title of this episode. Fifty Shades of Grey March. Yep. There we go. That is the new title for episode 54. Fifty Shades of Grey March. Way to go, AJ. You just came out with the title. Uh, Who was that one? I got AJ Luder. All right. There you go, man. You are now credited with the title of this episode, Fifty Shades of Grey March. Wicked. <laughs> All right. Um, well, Avi, good sir. What what have you done in, in ESO, or Elder Scrolls universe? Uh, so this week, I've pretty much been taking it easy. I decided that I wanted to get a veteran character in all three factions since I finally joined a couple of guilds that are different factions than the Ebonheart Pact. So I made new characters in AD and DC, and I've been working on them. And I finally got my Templar to VR6 this week, which is nice, because I've been working on him really hard. And mm-hmm. I got my second my second Templar. I have two Templars, both in the Ebonheart Pact. I just, I just love Templars. So. Uh, man after my own heart. Yep, yep. I love Templars, and I love the Ebonheart Pact. So I got two Templars, and I just got him to VR2. So... I'm working on them, just working on my characters, and that's all I've really been doing, just working with my guild and running dungeons and having a good time. Nice. 
I know you've been helping me a lot too with uh, yes. Wings of Fate guilds. Yeah, I've been I've been recruiting for the Wings of Fate. Uh, gotten a good amount of a pretty good amount yeah. of members, and I'm having a great time doing it too. A lot of people really, a lot of people are looking for trader guilds, so it's nice to give them a home. You, you know. Yeah, I definitely appreciate the help. I know I mentioned it the other week, saying I was looking for a recruitment officer, and pretty much like the next day, I got a message from Avi going, "I'll help." I'm like, "Excellent." Excellent. Well, I play about almost 12 hours a day, so I think I'm a pretty good person to that, go recruiting. It's helpful, yes. <laughs> Definitely helpful. I know we need to get some more members in there so we can... Uh, I know we won Sentinel two weeks in a row, which was exciting. So we're going to yes. go, I guess, for that again this week. I give you a lot of props for that because being a guild recruiter is not an easy job. It's not. No. Go, go join the EU server and start recruiting for me too. Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm ar I'm already a guild leader for another guild, so I'm I'm recruiting for two guilds at once. So spamming twice as much. I love that's it. what that's what I do exactly. I love it. Avi, can awesome. I ask you a question? Of course. What what faction storyline are you liking the most? Uh, da the Daggerfall Covenant. I yeah. I actually, I yes. actually like I like Daggerfall over everything for every reason i like emmerich over the other two leaders i just i love daggerfall i think it's the best but i'm a nord so yeah. i've been hard all the way all right you know i i will say this as much i've been playing through the silver content for Ebonheart pack with phase and that's daggerfall covenant i i love i think the thing that's most disjointing about Ebonheart pact is all three factions have their own almost their own story i mean everyone does but we're the most fractured of all of it so like our stuff doesn't really mesh like if you're a nord you know go or you're going through the morrowind storyline so you get to see all the dunmer stuff but then they were they mesh very not well they clash with the argonians when you go down to the argonian story it feels very fractured but like the daggerfall covenant as you're traveling around everywhere you go feels connected like, even though I'm in Alakir dealing with the Red Guards and stuff like that, I still feel the connections I had back in Wayrest, back in Glen Umbra. Like, it all feels like an overarching story, whereas the Ebonheart Pack storyline felt a lot more fractured as you went along. I don't, and an, I don't know how to explain it in a good way. It just did. It felt fractured. Well, for me, I thought Daggerfall was the one faction that actually felt as a united faction. The storyline just seemed to support, you know, you were going through there's things happening, whereas and even how packed, it was all over the place with the elves, they're just racists, so they seem to hate everyone, so it all seemed a bit divided, whereas the Daggerfall, you had actual enemies that turned up and you were dealing with them, and there was much less friction between the actual races that were together. That's about perfect. That's the I guess that would be one thing that like, it does. It feels unified the entire time, but as you're going through, like even the Morrowind side, you're dealing with the Dunmer... And then the Dunmer, who are with the Argonians. The Argonians used to be slaves, so there's kind of that whole friction going on. Like, Ebonheart, Ebonheart had this problem where when it ended, I didn't remember who any of the people I met were. I was like, okay, that was that's done, and it was great, but who did I meet throughout that? Daggerfall, you meet Crafty Larissa. You meet all these people mm. who, who, who really get into your mind. And the whole beginning quest on Stros Makai, when you build that whole team together... It's just, it's so fun, and you learn about the players, and they they continue throughout the whole story, and I, I just love everything about it. They did so good with the Daggerfall. It is Darren, true. Darren Gauthier. Darren Gauthier, yeah. Yep. I love Darren Gauthier. What a legend. And Stibbons. And Stibbons. And you Stibbons, are right. The characters right. do follow you pretty much all the way around. 
Yeah. I think the rough gem that they lost in Ebonheart Pact was Naru. She shows up in 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 uh, Deshawn, but then disappears. Is Naru the uh, the Morgtong? Yeah, the Morgtong. Okay, yeah, she's awesome. She is awesome, but she had such a small part. If she appeared throughout the storyline a little bit more, it would have been great. The only other person that I know that showed up is uh, Ayla Earth Turner, which you see her in the first two zones. And then I gotta say that that really that was like my favorite part of the Ebonheart story when she mm-hmm. came back and I don't want to spoil anything but you know she came back and she did what she did and it was just it was so shocking but You're I like, loved it oh I my loved goodness it, it was one of those moments where I was like oh it's you again how are you doing I haven't seen you in so long and I was like oh wow okay she's oh. a I, I am like so sad at the moment like I I will always love Ebonheart Pack the most the storyline the people because they're my three favorite factions because I'm completely prejudiced when it comes to ESO, and I hate everybody else, oh, yeah. except for the three factions in Evan Pact. All right. <laughs> I, I'm fine with that. Those drug peddling Khajiit. I love the Khajiit. I do love the Khajiit, but I hate the other two. Yeah, Actually, you know, Khajiit. I shouldn't say that. I like the Bosmer, too. Pretty much the only one I hate are the Altmer. <laughs> no, I, I like Bosmer. I mean, they throw the best barbecues, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> barbecues. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went there. <laughs> I went there. All right, all right. Uh, Esteldian, good sir. Uh, yeah, uh, been a bit late to the party, but finally this week we've really got into a uh, vet DSA. So, been running quite a lot of the Dragon Star Arena, trying to like, slowly get our way through that. Um, the first we've got so far was actually tonight. I literally just finished about ten minutes ago. We got to the the boss in stage nine, so we're slowly getting towards <laughs> the final part. Um, I know people have said it's been nerfed and all, and I'm sure it has. For those who are high-end players, they run it and do it in their 80 minutes or whatever. But as a, a more casual sort of average gamer and people I play with, it's still hard work. <laughs> um, but a hell of a lot of fun. So been really enjoying doing that. Been there about three, four times this week. We pretty long sessions in there as well. In fact, twice we ran it today. I think twice is too much. <laughs> Brain was frazzled by the end. Um, also ran Hellra on hard mode that didn't go so well but um we gave an attempt at least so maybe in the next few weeks we'll get closer to succeeding there um other than that popped on the pts ran a dungeon there unfortunately i had to tank so i couldn't actually test out my dps build but that's pretty brutal for light light armor wearers i tell you that they were dropping like flies (laughs) (laughs) all right other than that, that's probably all I did because I've done all the questing in all three factions, so no more quests for me. Okay. Uh, I think I got everyone except for us, right? Yep. I think, yep. Such a big crew today. I have to try to keep track of who all I spoke to already. <laughs> I love it. All right. Well, Thais and I both played a little bit this week. Um, when I wasn't hacking up lungs. When you weren't hacking up lungs, yes, yes. Um, we've, we've been still adventuring in uh, the... Alakir Desert going through there. Which you're 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 enjoying. You're liking I, the I, desert. I do like the desert and I like the Red Guards. I like their their whole society. I like all of that. I like almost every every race in in ESO or Elder Scrolls series. I like except for the Altmer. I'm trying to think of a of a way to hate the Red Guard because I like I have reasons for like hating so many other races and I and I and I came up with one. Uh, why wouldn't you want to kill undead? 
There, there you yeah. go. Because How they're your holy that? ancestors. That, but so? They were ancestors when they were alive. Okay, all right. If they're undead, they are no all right. longer We're, we're going to transition to a little bit of the Walking Dead. <laughs> the Walking... This is the Talking Dead podcast. And I'm sorry, that's that's uh, that's already you know copyrighted. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Just, just rough espen here. Because the way they treat them as ancestors... Remember the first episode when the the guy's wife turned into an undead and he had to shoot her but couldn't do it? Yeah. That's pretty much how the whole thing goes. They look at each one of these undead as they were our family at some point. That's why they treat them that way. To them, the dead are sacred. Okay, well then I would get, you know, my friend to shoot And my that's why they got them. us. Yeah, but, but then they look down on you. They're Not like, us. Oh, we're, oh, you, we're, we're foreigners. You, you yeah. feel Sorry. Bad. I don't know about this. Call me heartless, but if my wife turned into a zombie, I'd be bashing her brains in in seconds. <laughs> <laughs> There'd be no second thought there. And if you became a zombie, I'm shooting you in the face. I love you. Some days I think you'd do you that even face. if I wasn't a zombie. You so. know, you're, you're right. That's, yeah, there's a possibility. Yeah. Think of it as mentioned like preparing. I like the idea of who they are, and that's why they do that. They treat everyone as honored ancestors. True love would kill their spouse if they turn into a zombie. I wouldn't. I'd keep you on a chain, make you follow <laughs> me around. That's creepy. When I get tired, I'd make you carry me. How am I gonna? I crawl on your back and just. And then I would just like stand there, like you know, twitching and growling, because I don't know I'm supposed to walk forward. I don't know. I'll just stick there like a. I'll get like a little stick with like a squirrel on it, like tied to a string, and just hold you that way. There's something Carrot wrong. Carrot on with a stick. Something wrong with you. Hey, gotta do what you gotta oh, do. God. Gotta do what you gotta do. <laughs> just sit there, hold the squirrel above you. The little squirrel's like, and you're just like, ooh, chase after the squirrel on a stick. <laughs> uh huh. Yep. Right. Okay. All right. So we've actually been messing around there in Alakir Desert, and. Um, we didn't do a whole lot, but we actually went and freed a town called Lecky's Blade. And this was really fascinating because as you're when you get to the town, a bunch of the uh, bunch of the townsfolk and whatnot, there's just like an aura of I don't know, evil around them. They don't know really what it is. Do you remember that quest? That one I don't, but I remember the other ones. Almost. Okay. Well then I'll talk about this one okay. you can do the others. Okay. Um you're gonna talk about both of those two then. Okay. All right. So when we go there, we're tasked with becoming initiate of the school because, you know, that's the only way they would accept us. So we went through and we did all that. And we're trying to figure out what this oppressive force is. And when we get up, we actually find the headmaster, the, the, the founder of their school, whom they revere and whatnot, is actually, spoiler, a vampire. And he's been eating the students. And the headmaster has been kind of delivering the students to him to feed so we had to displace and that was an interesting quest and then we of course she got infected that's turning into a vampire so we had to make the choice whether or not we wanted to kill her or let her go so i actually didn't i didn't realize that that was the choice i thought it was kill her or let her stay there so when when it turned out that we decided not to kill her Although I think she, killing her just for being a vampire, I don't agree with. But she was bringing students to like to die to this other guy, mm-hmm. which that in itself is kind of you know not kosher. So after realizing that they were just they exiled her, I kind of think we should have killed her. Okay. All right. 
That's, that's, that's what I think. Oh, oh, the next one? Yeah. Okay. And then we did this this other quest. We were wandering around the desert, you know, completely lost, and it was it was terrible because it was hot and dry, and I hate sand. So I'm not enjoying the desert. It gets in your scales. It does. And then I get stuck up in there, and you know, I don't really always carry a scale brush. It's just it's just bad, you know. There's no like mud to clean it out. It's dry and horrible. I need yeah, but you can just lay on a rock. <laughs> That's why we never get any adventuring done. You lay down on a rock as an Argonian. Just go, I'm just going to lay here. <laughs> <laughs> Fall asleep for like, you know, Bake yourself hours. on a rock. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds like so much fun right now because I'm so tired of winter. But anyway, so we're like wandering around the desert and we see this dog and he's pawing at this mound of dirt. And, you know, we talk to the dog and he, he, he wants us to dig up this mound. Like, okay, so so we dig it up and he, you know, he runs around and he gets to another mound of dirt. And, you know, we, we dig up some more and we're realizing that we're digging up you know, skeleton parts, and it's a little strange. Uh, about, you know, a couple mounds later, we're able to dig up this entire skeleton, and I'm thinking he's just going to enjoy eating this skeleton because dogs like bones, it makes sense. But it's not the case. When you put the bones together, it actually forms into a living skeleton, you know, spoiler, and he starts talking to you. He's like, thank you, you know, I didn't expect to die, but I figured that I would, you know, put a put a, an enchantment on my bones that if I did die, I could be reunited with my lovely dog, and she's awesome, Aww. and she loves me. So he gets reunited with his dog, and, and I was thinking this question to myself, so when the quest actually mentioned it, I was, I was very pleased, and the quest goes, well, what if your dog dies? And the skeleton manager goes, well, I had her enchanted too, so if she dies, as long as her bones are together, she will come back for all eternity. And it will just be me and my love, my lovely dog together in the desert for, for all eternity. And it was, it was really kind of cute, but it was also kind of weird, you know, this love they, they shared. No. Aww. Strange. <laughs> But it was, it was still sweet. It was, it was, it was a short quest, but it was, it was really cute. And then this next quest, we, we go over a mound of sand. It's to a mine. To, to a mine. And I got there first. And the best part was, as soon as I got over there, I started fighting. And I said, hurry up and get over here. You're going to love this. And I immediately know what it was. <laughs> I go over this giant hill, and it's just spiders. Every, as far as the eye can see, it's just spiders. And... And I'm, I'm trying, like, you know, spamming skills, not even looking at the screen, hoping I'm hitting things. Ag's dying, I'm not healing, it's just... This is why we can never do spindle clutch <laughs> or pretty much anything with spiders in it. To, to make it worse, there were not only spiders, there were spider daedra, and they're just really creepy with their faces and their bodies, and they're, they're big, and don't like them. Well, we would talk to the guy there, and he's like, well, I had to close the mine down, because the spiders came out of nowhere, but there is a miner still trapped. And to make matters worse, his wife went in to find him. So now there are two people trapped in this mine. I don't know where they are. Do you think you can find them? And, you know, we answer, and we say, yeah, sure, we'll, we'll go look, and then we're, we're traveling in the mine. I'm still not looking at the screen. I could be dying, for all I know. I wasn't really paying to his health bar, <laughs> just shooting fireballs in random directions, and we find a letter that says that you know, her husband had left on the eve of their engagement for some random thing, not sure, and as soon as we finish reading this note, we hear a cocoon next to us start screaming, and the funny thing is in this quest is, 
you're not asked to cut him out. All your character says is, well, just keep struggling. Maybe maybe you'll free yourself, you know, to, to, just just try that. So we're standing there going, yeah, struggle a little bit more. You almost got it, buddy. Finally, he breaks through and he wants us to find his wife. So we delve a little bit deeper into this gross, spider-filled mine. And we come upon a chamber with this gigantic spider Daedra and two little spiders. And, and turns out she has this guy's wife. She gives you an ultimatum. And she says, well, you can give me... It was an orc. No, 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 it wasn't an orc. It was... Red it was guard. a red guard. You know, well, you give me this red guard and I'll let his orc wife go. Or you can feed one of my lovely minions, which I did not particularly enjoy. So we chose to feed the little spiders and I wasn't looking at the screen. Again, I probably, you know, chopped off an arm and threw it at the spider, for all I know. And the spider Daedra allows us to, to, to go in and to see, to see his wife. And you're in the, the Daedra's realm, and you're looking around the room, and there's a whole bunch of people that are look like they're in dream states, hanging upside down, but they don't look like they're harmed. And the spider Daedra is very creepy and very alluring, and, and you're, you're asking her to release both of these people from her spell, and she goes, I refuse to release them both, but if you let them stay with me, I will put them in an, in an eternal dream state where they will know nothing but love for each other and they will be well taken care of. I promise you no harm will come to them. And at that point you're, you're kind of like, Ag and I were both like, oh, you don't want them to, to be without one another. So why don't we just choose that option? And that's what we did. We we let them stay in the spider realm, and they're, they didn't know any better. They're probably spider chow. It's the Matrix. <laughs> so it is. They didn't know. They, they took the blue pill. They took the blue pill. <laughs> so that's, that's what we did for that quest. And we walked out of that cave going, I don't know if that was the right choice. And we get back to the guy that gave us the quest, and we're like, well, we kind of left them there because it was either kill one of them or... They both live happily ever after, maybe? Okay. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Right. So I think that's about all we did this week. Now, I also did another thing, which if you're looking at the screen now, you'll see I have the Dungeon Crawler uh, Network website up. Um, I've been working on a little Let's Play series for when Thais and I can't you know, play together. I've been working on my Brett Nightblade. I think I released a new episode, so if you come up here to the Let's Play series and go to the Elder Scrolls Online. As it goes, it's loading. It's loading. Oh my goodness. Um, I released episode 14 of that, where I actually get to um, play around with my... Oh, there it is. It's all doing <laughs> um, Slaves and Dark Spirits. I'm playing through one on a Breton Nightblade, who is kind of my sneaky thief character. This should get a lot of fun when Update 6 comes out, and I get to do a lot of stealing, because she's going to be my sneak thief. Uh, I like her. But uh, I got to play around with that one quest, which is absolutely creepy in Stonefalls, which happens to be the one with the Khajiit slaves when they summon the Dark Spirit. The spirit that kills you makes a copy of you. Oh, it's, it's so good. So uh, definitely check it out. Uh, leave me comments. Let me know what you'd like to see. If you'd like me to talk about anything in particular, that'd be really awesome. So, yay. <laughs> 
Um, all right. Before we move on to our next bit, I need to mention that uh, the Dungeon Crawler Network is, if you did not know, an affiliate with Amazon. So if you wish to help to support the site this way, if you scroll down to the bottom of the page, you will see a link to Amazon. If you go through there, the site gets a little kickback for anything that you purchase. So if you're an Amazon uh, addict like myself, dangerously, dangerously addicted to Amazon, go through there, help us out a little bit. That'd be great. Thank you. All right. It is time for the dramatic reading. So Thais, are you ready for this? something by, you know, Chigoreth. I'm a little, a little worried here. <laughs> well, this is actually the final book of the series called Literature. It took us a while to get through this because uh, you've been sick recently. So, you know, but it's the final book called Wabajack. Wabajack. That's right. So, Thais, whenever you are ready, go for it. Little boys shouldn't summon up the forces of eternal darkness, unless they have an adult supervising. I know, I know. But on that sunny night, on the fifth of first scene, I didn't want an adult. I wanted Hermaeus Moore, the danger of knowledge, learning, gums, and varnishes. You see, I was told by a beautiful, large-breasted man who lived under the library in my hometown that the fifth of first seed was Hermaeus Mora's night. And if I wanted the Ogma Infinium, the Book of Knowledge, I had to summon him. When you heard the new king of solitude, every bit of knowledge helps. Normally, you need a witch's coven, or a mage's guild, or at least matching pillowcases and sheets to invoke a prince of oblivion. The man under the library showed me how to do it myself. He told me to wait until the storm was at its height before shaving the cat. I've forgotten the rest of the ceremony. It doesn't matter. Someone appeared who I thought was Hermaeus Mora. The only thing that made me somewhat suspicious was Hermaeus Mora, from what I read, was a big, blobby, multi-eyed, clawed monstrosity. And this guy looked like a waistcoated banker. Also, he kept calling himself Sheagorast, not Hermaeus Mora. Still, I was so happy to have successfully summoned Hermaeus Mora, these inconsistencies did not bother me. He had me do some things that didn't make any sense to me, beyond the moral scope, breadth, and ken, I suppose. And then, his servant happily gave me something he called the Wabajack. Wabajack, Wabajack, Wabajack. Wabajack, 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 Wabajack. Maybe the Wabajack is the book of knowledge. Maybe I'm smarter because I know cats can be bats, can be rats, can be hats, can be gnats, can be that, can be thises. And that doors can be bores, can be snores, can be floors, can be roars, can be spores, can be yours, can be mine. I must be smart, for the interconnective system is very clear to me. Then why or wherefore do people keep calling me mad? Wabajack, Wabajack, Wabajack. Do you know who they're talking about here? The guy in Solitude? Pelagius yeah. Septum. Yeah. Uh-huh. When I when I first read that, I'm like, who are they talking about? They're talking about Mad King Pelagius. Wow, I did not even notice that. <laughs> I didn't either. Wow. I, I told you I'm a lord nut. So. I, I, am, I am too. I'm surprised I didn't see that. He's the new king of solitude. What record do we have in solitude of a king going mad? 
Pelagius. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Mm. I love the lore of this game just because of that. I need to deal with Sheogorath. And Sheogorath, yes. <laughs> that was a fun one to read. <laughs> <laughs> right. That was so fun. <laughs> okay. All right, we'll move on to our next section. Um, actually, it's going to be our uh, guild corner. Guild corner, there we go. Um, of course, uh, Avi, he's been recruiting for us. And if anyone's interested in joining the Wings of Fate Trading Guild, please let us know. Um, obviously, we've been going for guild traders each week, so we can sell. We are cross-faction anything. doesn't matter what you are because you can put stuff up on the guild store and sell it and make some money and chat with us, which is always fun. So if you're interested, go ahead and send a message to myself. That's at A-G-G-E-L-O-S. Or pretty much anyone in the guild, Avi Optimal as well. Uh, and we'll get you an invite. There you go. Um, all right. And uh, good sir, do you want to promote yours? Uh, yeah. Crucio Sanctorum is still on the lookout for more veteran players so that we can actually start doing raids probably a couple of times a week. Um, they're not mandatory. You just sign up if you're interested in coming. So don't worry about having to make... Yeah, so your second job or anything. We're fairly casual, but we'd like to get a, a decent raid group together so we can at least do all the content the game's got. Um, obviously, we are open to any levels. So if you're on the Daggerfall Covenant faction and you're on the EU server, come look us up. We do also do dungeons, and we're hoping to do a bit of casual, maybe once a week sort of PvP going. But uh, yeah, so no pressure. But uh, we'd like to see some more people in the guild. So come give us a try if you're sitting around wondering where to go. Excellent. And uh, I actually see in, in chat, they showed me, uh, AJ, it is true that Pelagius is in third era, but this is one of those lore inconsistencies they see with ESO, because you find the same book in Skyrim. Um, one of the things they added, and they didn't check up with Lawrence Schick for this, yes, it, it Pelagius did not happen for another, I don't know, 500 years or something like that, but it's it's one of those lore inconsistencies with the game. There are a couple of them if you look. Especially especially with lore books that they've added lore books, because technically speaking, even the Lusty Argonian Maid wasn't written until the Third Era, but that still shows up in the game. So... Thankfully. One of those lore inconsistencies that, if you look closely, it's like, how did that even get here? So... Time travel. Time travel. Well, that's one of the things they talked about. One of the Elder the Elder Scrolls uh, books about the Elder Scrolls, when you even find it, it says that it looks old, but looks like it's written in a new style because it was written at a different time. It, it's interesting how they try to cover up lore inconsistencies. But with the game so big, I'm sure they copied a whole bunch of books over from the universe going, hey, just throw them all in, and then go, now which ones actually fit within the time frame? I know they took a lot about Tiber Septum out, because that's obvious, but some of the other ones, not so much. All right, we'll move on to our email section. We had one for this week, and Thais. It is from Arganeer. Greetings. I hope you're all feeling great. First of all, I should say that I love the new crew. It's good to have Estelle, Dean, and Sunny on the show. Hello, you two. Stay awesome. I'll write about two things that happened to me this week. Both are kind of funny. First one happened on Monday, actually. I was on the subway train listening to episode 52 with my headphones. Then I had an urge to laugh during the console discussions. PC Master Race. 
Well, it's a normal thing to laugh while listening to you guys, so I managed to resist my urge to laugh for that time. Then during the tail section, when you two told about the time when Kit fell off the edge, I burst into laughter in the train out of nowhere. It was pretty awkward, so I decided to act like I was talking through headphones on my phone. It got more awkward when I realized we were underground with no reception and there wasn't a mic on my headphones. Obviously, I had to get off at the next stop and wait for the next train. <laughs> moral of the stories. Moral of the story. You guys put me in some weird situations, but I'm happy with it, lol. That's fantastic, Ark. <laughs> Second thing is this. Earlier this week, I got diagnosed with migraines. It's pretty annoying since these random headaches just appear out of nowhere. And one happened today while I was stuck in traffic. I don't have my painkillers with me either, so I thought, alright, how do I get rid of this headache? Then I realized that there is someone I know who has an enchanted voice and amazing reading skills. Luckily, I had all the recordings of that particular person and her readings on my phone. So I stopped my music and started listening to her and those other random people with her. Who, who are <laughs> they, anyway? By the time I got home... My headache was gone. I should thank that particular person with the amazing voice. <laughs> well, I want to thank it. her too. <laughs> well, that's about it. Once again, amazing new crew. Though you should call Delta occasionally for some long heated rants. <laughs> Take care. Thank you, Ark. You were so awesome. That is awesome. Nice. And true. Yes, you're awesome. You're awesome too, Sunny. She's quite honestly what people like. I'm. I don't know. I'm just. I'm the part they have to listen to to get to her reading. That's about it. <laughs> no, you're fun. And I'm fine with this. I don't care. It's you're a ton of fun, Ag. You're a ton. You're filler. I'm, I'm filler. Uh -huh. <laughs> See, Sunny, like that's the thing. Sun, Sunny's kind of new, so she's still flattering up to me a little bit. Estelian, he's been with us for a while. He's like, now nah, I'm gonna tell you the truth. You're just filler. <laughs> he knows. He's like, now nah, I've been with you for a while. Now, now you're filler. <laughs> Obviously. All right. Now, before we move into our final thoughts, I did also want to mention anyone who's watching the the stream now, we're gonna all have one of our streamers continue on this channel after this so stay tuned i'll announce it after the show is officially over as well so if you're watching and uh feel like continuing to watch and chat with some people we have one of our streamers coming on right after this all right so final thoughts time we're going to move around and have everyone give us their final thoughts for the episode so sunny first it'll be ladies first but sunny this time uh, me on the spot first, huh? <laughs> um, I really enjoyed that uh, that uh, reading from the, uh, actually the letter from the listener. That was really nice. Thanks for the welcome to uh, me and um, to, um, I'm sorry, um, Estelden. Um, also, Thais, you really are great at what you do. And I'm just... I'm just glad to be here, and I'm really glad to see the site moving forward into different areas, what we're doing with Twitch. Um, I'll be glad to stream on there anytime. Won't always be SO, if that's okay. Oh, yeah. The, so. the game that's going on next is uh, Darkest Dungeon. So. Okay, great, great. Um, this was a fun episode. It's always a good time with you guys. So that's my thoughts. All right. Ace, your turn. What? Oh, uh, 
I was, I was still like enthralled by the praise. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> it, it makes it all worthwhile. It really does to know that, like you know, what anything you do for the for the community and what the show is is appreciated. It's it's great to hear. So, it's obviously been an amazing show. You know, kind of sad. I still might, you know, vent my feelings later on the loss of hardcore gamers. <laughs> but other than that, it was an amazing show. Such a, a fantastic cast. I think this is one of the largest casts we've ever had. Mm-hmm. Or if not the largest of all of all fifty four episodes, it was amazing. I had a lot of fun. Okay. Uh, good sir. Uh, yeah. Um, thanks for the shout out there, Rock. Appreciate that. Um, yeah, it's been a fun episode. Certainly a, a lot bigger crew than it was last week. So we've gone from one extreme to the other, where it's just a couple of us last week, and now a lot <laughs> more people talking. So that uh, worked out rather well. So uh, it was a good, enjoyable episode. I look forward to being on some more in the future. Excellent. Yeah, it was. It was just you and I last episode. That's it, holding the fort. We were holding down the fort. We got this. We got it. Hey, I asked him if you wanted me on the show, but... You were half dead. You looked at me like, you want me on the show? And I looked over at you, you kind of looked like Gollum from Lord of the Rings. I'm like, no, you're okay. You can probably hear me at the beginning of the show saying hello, and I probably sounded all, like, gnarled. Some demon possessed you. Hello! I'm like, oh my. No, just go to bed. (laughs) Um, Right. And uh, Avi, good sir. First show, man. What do you think? Uh, I I loved it and enjoyed every minute. Thank you guys so much for having me on, and thank you. I'm happy I got to meet all of you guys. Uh, Agelos already knows. I've told him I'm a big, long-time fan of this show, so it really was a honor to come on and be on Tales of Tamriel, and I hope I get to come back on and talk to you guys again soon. It was an honor to have you with us as well. Uh, say obviously as part of a uh, DCN crew, good sir, you are welcome anytime you would like. So as I say with everyone else, um, you just tell me you're coming on. I'll be like, okay, that'll work. <laughs> care, care, careful, I'll be here every week. Yeah, I'm f- <laughs> with, hey, yeah, you won't hear us complain. At, at this point, I think the only person who's here every week is me, and that's because if I'm not here, the show doesn't go on. I have some very. No, I want to say I have some people who are on it or who are very good, but I mean, just saying, if you want to be on every week and I can count on people, I'm happy with that. I'm cool. I would be here every week, you know, if 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 I didn't try and like you know die to the hot and flu every it, other it month. It happens. It happens, and I understand this. It's well, if I'm not here talking, then I'm uh, in the chat listening. So <laughs> I'm I'm here either way. All right, excellent. Well, uh, I guess it's my turn now. So final thoughts. Uh, thank you guys, everyone, for coming on. Thank you, chat room as well. Awesome chat room. Thank you so much for being on. Um, the show was fun. I'm glad that we picked the discussion topic we did. I really, did, It was something that I was thinking about during this week, and I really didn't think it was going to spark off like it did, but I'm like, I kind of want to get everyone's opinion. So even if it's only a couple minutes, it is what it is, and it actually sparked off to be a little bigger than what I thought. Um, and of course I want to make sure we had the entire crew on or not the entire crew, but a good portion of uh, dungeon crawl network. We actually are getting fairly large. Um, Yay! I know it's very exciting. And, uh, with that being said, um, we crabby actually will be streaming on this channel right after we're done. He's going to be streaming darkest dungeon. Cause obviously dungeon crawler network, we don't just cover ESO. Uh, we do some other stuff, and he's actually doing a stream of Darkest Dungeon. If you haven't seen the game, 
You should check it out. I actually want to go buy it now because it looks neat and it's creepy and I like it. So definitely check that out. He'll be coming on next after this. Um, also, uh, announcement for next week, as long as plans don't fall through, we are going to be having uh, Scary Drew and his wife. Um, I am so sorry. I only know you as underscore burials on the thing. Uh, I think it's Scary Doo. Scary Drew and Scary Doo from Do's and Tamriel podcast. They're coming on the show next week. I believe awesome. it's next week. So, uh, obviously. Awesome. Oh, I've they are. They're great. Yeah, I've done yeah, a podcast great. with them. They're great. They're coming on the show next week. So, obviously, everyone be sure to uh, come out to chat and, and uh, listen, to, uh, listen to them and us as we go over more stuff with the Elder Scrolls Online. So I do want to thank everyone and uh, thank you for all my co-hosts joining me this evening and everyone else have a great night, everybody. Thanks guys. Have a good day. Bye. Bye. You just listened to another episode of Tales of Tamriel, a Dungeon Crawler Network production. If you want to get involved, please be sure to check out our website at www.dungeoncrawlernetwork.com. Please be sure to follow us on our social media and YouTube channels. We can be found on Twitch at twitch.tv slash dungeoncrawlernetwork, on Twitter at dungeoncrawlnet, and at Tales of Tamriel, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash Tales of Tamriel podcast. Thank you for listening, and we hope to see you next time.